Welcome to the Rachel Just Therapy podcast. I'm your host, Rachel, professional helper, advocate for self-love, and fellow human being. Today, I'll be talking about what is self-care, ways to incorporate it into your daily life, and where to find a therapist. But first, a disclaimer. This podcast is hosted by Rachel Alerte, an associate licensed marriage and family therapist in Atlanta, Georgia. While the topics on the podcast may be therapeutic in nature, it is not a substitute for therapy. Let's get started with a quick check-in. How are you doing this week? Where did you struggle this week? What were your human moments? How did you get through them? What are three things that went right with your week? I ask these questions because many of us tend to dismiss the positives. We, and I do mean we, myself included, get caught up with everyday stressors and forget that there are so many wonderful things going on. For me, this week was stressful and a major lesson on patience. Sometimes I get caught up in trying to make every detail perfect that I forget about the big picture. I had to be patient with myself and just remind myself that not everything is going to be perfect on this podcast, especially not starting out. And honestly, I wouldn't want it to be because that would defeat the whole purpose. My self-talk has gotten a lot better over time, but I still have those times when it needs a little boost like this week. When this happens, I usually start off by journaling and reflecting on my day. It helps me get some of my thoughts out and actively challenge the thoughts that are making me anxious. Then I usually throw in a mantra for the day or go over my affirmations. And I usually do something for myself careless, which I'll talk about later in the episode. Three things that went right with my week this week are that my best friend of almost 18 years came home. Um, So I've been able to spend some time with her. And then my mom brought home some Haitian pate, which if you don't know what that is, go look it up. You won't be sorry. And then just being able to spend some extra time with friends and family this week before the holidays has been really nice. So before we get started with our first topic on the first episode, I want to take a moment to breathe. Now, breathing is something that I use quite often in sessions with clients. I use it with myself. I tell my friends, have you taken a moment to breathe today? Um... And I kind of wanted to incorporate that with this podcast. I may may not do it every every episode. I'm going to try. So we're just going to see how this goes. But the reason why breathing is so important, so helpful, is because if you think about that idea of um, fight, flight, or freeze, essentially your brain perceives some kind of danger, your sympathetic nerve system goes in I mean it's it starts to build up that adrenaline gets you ready for okay what are we about to do kind of thing well that was a survival tactic we had to be able to fight off danger or (laughs) not fight off danger whatever we had to do but since we've evolved that's not really the case anymore a lot of times that perceived danger is coming from our thoughts and what do you do if the danger is yourself? You probably stay in a high alert um, state and you're always anxious or you're always stressed and over time that leads to other health issues, mental and physical health issues. 
And so what breathing helps you do, and I'm not just talking about the breathing that we're doing now, because obviously if you stopped breathing, you would die, but I'm talking about how to help regulate your breathing a little bit better so that you're encouraging that relaxed state to come through. You're, you're helping your, your sympathetic nerve system, um, help it get you to relax and realize that there's no danger. So... Um, I like to tell people to make sure that they are sitting comfortably in their seats, feet planted firmly on the ground. You can close your eyes or look downcast. Um, if you're able to, you can also lay down, able to or want to lay down, you can lay down and do it that way as well. If you're driving, hopefully you are, you are keeping your eyes open, um, but yeah, let's just take a moment to breathe. So I want you to take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Again, in through your nose and out through your mouth. Gradually lengthening your exhale on each breath. Imagine yourself inflating like a balloon on your inhale and deflating completely on your exhale. Just imagine with each breath your body's relaxing, any tension is leaving or lessening. Your thoughts are coming and going as they please and your breath is an anchor in this moment. Take one last breath, inhale, and exhale. If you've closed your eyes, you can open them now, and let's take this relaxed state into our first topic. Okay, so today's guest is someone who's very near and dear to my heart, She's a professional encourager. Read. Read. She likes to gas people up. A bio major and human development uh, and family sciences minor at UGA. And she also moonlights as my assistant. Kenny, welcome to the podcast. Hey. What's up? You couldn't even hold it until I was done introducing you. Okay, because you know I'm a fool. (laughs) So, welcome to the podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you're doing, how your week's been going, maybe what's been going right for you this week? Right. I actually really hate this question because every time I get asked this question, I don't know anything about myself um, that you haven't already said. So, that's funny. So, um, (laughs) three things that went well this week. My best friend also came back into town. It's a great thing about the holidays. Um, and then I got my wisdom teeth out last week, but recovery hasn't been awful. Made mm-hmm. cookies with another friend the other day, which is nice. Um, and then when, when was this? Last night? Last night. Went to confession. Been meaning to go with one of my friends for a while, so that was nice. Okay. So yeah, so that's nice. Three nice things happened. Um, 
Yeah, what else did you ask me to talk about? <laughs> well, how about, um, did you have any human moments? Maybe places that you struggled a little bit? Oh, all day, every day. You know, <laughs> it's, it'd be like that sometimes. Just, yeah, just, you know, you get home and, you know, all your friends are busy and you're not. And you're just like, wow, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I remember getting some snapchats from you talking about how lonely you were yeah be like that and talking about how you don't have friends yeah i was offended by okay but then i sent you the other one that was like your family so it doesn't even oh oh okay okay it's 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 different oh okay right okay (laughs) well clearly um everyone kind of rides the struggle bus from time to time or well we hope that you're not living in it every day oh i own the company what you mean (laughs) <laughs> okay. Well, um, what? If, well, do you have any resolutions or maybe ways that you're thinking about getting, maybe you know, selling the Struggle Bus Company? Because you know, 2019, we're all about leaving things in 2018. You know, it's really funny. I usually don't do resolutions just because, like, I know myself. I don't keep them. I just kind of like go with the flow a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, 2019, I'm. I've got a couple different resolutions I'm working on. The major one, I think, is just, like, deepening more connections with people I have at school. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I grew up around here and all that, so, like, those connections are pretty pretty sturdy and deep and not going anywhere, okay. I hope. Um, but, yeah, the ones in school, it's not that they're bad, but, you know, they need some need some help. Okay. Could, could stra- strengthen them a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really the... F- the first one that can come that comes to mind, actually. Yeah. I know there's others that I've journaled about, but I can't okay. remember them. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I definitely think that, you know, kind of getting out of your comfort zone is really important. Yes. Um, Especially being an introvert, yes. which I am as well. Yes. <laughs> and then being an HSP, which if you don't know what an HSP sp is it's a highly sensitive person there's a whole quiz um online that you can take and find out whether or not you fall into that but it can be hard not to want to just be by yourself all the time and be away and not get overly stimulated by your environment so speak to my soul (laughs) dang wow okay that's what we doing Hmm, (laughs) interesting well you know that's that's I mean, that's kind of what what we're here to do. Sometimes I'll be screaming at you, and sometimes we'll just we might be crying together, but it's fine. We're all we're all gonna be in this together. In all the years that I've known you, Rachel, how how often are you not screaming at me? I mean, you're basically like my little sister, so I don't know what you thought this was gonna be. That's crazy. Um, but you know what else is crazy though? I want to talk about our experience shooting the promo because while we're recording this now, um, the podcast officially doesn't come out until January 2nd. So we're recording and it's still December, but you know, yesterday, I mean, for weeks we've talked about how we were going to do promo and what it was going to look like, what props we need and all of that. And then we got to yesterday and the whole plan just changed i think also part of it was the weather though yeah because that was yeah but yeah i think a lot 
of times, I don't know about you, but I'd be doing this in my life, have all these ideas, and then comes time to, and you're like, hmm, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was, it was, but it wasn't all bad, though. It was still kind of, it was fun going with the flow on, on the, our, on our toes the whole time. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good shots. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly how, when it came to the yoga poses, I took a step back and said, you're going to be the star of this because I'm, I'm not flexible. So I can't wait for you guys to see these promo pictures. Like. I did one pose. I did did one pose. And Rachel was like, nah. Nah, you I'm got done. this. No, because this girl, she can, she can touch the ground, touch her toes, and then, like, essentially fold herself over like a pretzel. And I said, that's, that's not, that's not me. Okay, just... but in my defense, though, I am short, so the ground's really not that far. You, you, you're a little taller than me, so, I mean. I stand by my decision not to participate. Anyway. Okay, then. <laughs> anyway. Um, but shout out to your brother-in-law, Chris, for taking those pictures, because... He, he worked some magic with the camera. He I ain't really even gonna did. lie. I he really did. He, he did his little thing there. Yeah. And, you know, you guys can also check out his photography at, I think it's Walk With Me. Yes, Walk With Me ATL. Walk With Me ATL on Instagram. Um, he takes all types of pictures, graduation, birthday, wedding, proposal. For fun. For fun. So he's pretty good. Check him out. Um... The other thing that we need to talk about, which is basically one of the main areas that this podcast is going to be about, is self-care. Ooh, girl. <laughs> A word. <laughs> and this whole month of January, the first five episodes of the podcast are going to be on self-care and what it's all about. Um, but I have been asking you guys questions almost every day on Instagram about self-care, therapy, um, mental health, just questions that I've had that other people have had just to kind of see what people were thinking. And my lovely assistant here decided to answer a lot of the questions. Hey man, listen, <laughs> I just, I scroll through Instagram, it pops up, why not? <laughs> I'm, I'm, not I'm not doing anything serious, except schoolwork is serious, but you know. Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, but something that I had asked was, I believe it was something like, what, how do you practice self-care or do you practice self-care? And I really like your question back to me, which was essentially, you know, what is self-care and what is not self-care? Yes. You want to talk about why you asked that? Yeah. Okay. So I'm, you know, in my third year in college, and, you know, college is stressful, and, you know, it just, there's always that, there's that environment of just not taking care of yourself, you know, staying in the library all day, every day, not eating, not sleeping, all that stuff, and it's just not healthy. But then you go on Twitter, and, you know, scrolling through Twitter, and just people just talking about, you know, downing a bottle of vodka in the name, in the name of self-care, or just, you know, doing all these other things that aren't equally that are equally unhealthy and I'm just like do y'all even know what self-care is like I really wish that you could see my facial expression right now my eyes are as big as saucers <laughs> what she's saying because I'm all about self-care too and I do 
you know, understand how sometimes it's easy to want to go home, just sit on the couch, pour a bottle of wine. Your or... favorite alcohol. <laughs> you got options. Just, just saying. Um, and, but when we do that, sometimes, a lot of times we overdo it because we're just like, oh, self-care, self-care. But it stops being self-care when you're not getting recharged or, or, or your soul doesn't feel like it's being nourished or your energy isn't being replenished. I mean, if you're sitting there watching eight hours of Netflix, which can sometimes be a whole season of a show. Just one season? Some, sometimes. Okay. Eight hours? Yeah. I mean, it depends. Is it an hour-long show? Is it 30 minutes? You know, you just gotta... Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> um, it can be very easy to get caught up in a mindless activity, and then you feel drained. You feel like you don't want to do anything else. You feel unproductive, and then you start realizing, oh, I didn't do anything else that I was supposed to do today, and that's when the panic sets in, which sets, which makes your stress levels get crazy, anxiety, and all of that, and things that <laughs> you don't want to keep going on. We want to break the cycle. Cause, yeah, because in the long run, that's not, it's, it's not healthy. It's not healthy for your body, mind, or spirit, really, and it's going to be hard to continue on in that same fashion. Um, so essentially self-care is any activity that we do to take care of our mental, physical, and emotional health. And you can even add financial, spiritual, really any aspect of your health. Um, and something that I have found really helpful is, and I think I saw this maybe originally on Pinterest, but, um, when I was in grad school, there was this post about a self-care wheel, and I really like how it was split up by different sections. It had a professional area, personal, spiritual, um, social, emotional section, just different things that fell under that aspect of self-care that you could pull from and do yourself. And the reason why I bring it up is because a lot of times we think, oh, if we just do this one thing, then that's self-care. But self-care is, you know, doing what makes you feel good, makes you feel recharged. And sometimes just from one area, it's not always going to be helpful. So an example would be, for me being an introvert, obviously there are going to be a lot of times when I want, I crave solitude. I want to do things by myself. Um because that's just how I recharge. But at Same this... <laughs> mood. <laughs> but, but, but you also have to agree, though, at the same time, we're human beings, we're social beings, so we need a little bit of social stimulation. So if I go, you know, three, four weeks and don't interact with people at all, then my mood starts to shift dramatically. Yeah, it starts going from, ooh, this is a good time to wait a minute whoa there hold on right wait wait mm. right and so you have to have balance and that's what i really like about the self-care wheel which by the way if you are interested in looking at it i made a post about it a while ago um and i'll link that in the episode notes if you want to check it out but it's really helpful for people trying to kind of get a better sense of well what else can i do other than you know go for a walk or um eat mindfully or just take time to slow down what else can I do other than I'm um, watching Netflix or just drinking a glass of wine 
or I should say maybe instead of drinking a bottle of wine. Just, just saying. I'm not I'm not judging. I'm just saying that we wanna we wanna have some balance. It's interesting that you bring that you say the word balance because I feel like especially I mean I live in a college envi- environment so that's really where I'm coming from but just like, you see so many extremes of just like people who never go out um, and just stay in their room all the time or mm-hmm. you know whatever and or the other extreme is people who are always out it doesn't matter if it's a Monday night or a Friday night they're still out you know till 2 3 a.m. or whatever and it's like you gotta find that middle ground of like you know, let's go out sometimes, or, like, you know, anyway, so, yeah, like, balance is really important, and I feel like that's part of a learning curve, though, is finding that balance, and it's not something that's just gonna be, like, well, today, I know I'm gonna balance perfectly, like, no, <laughs> that, that doesn't work, but, yeah. No, I think you're, I think you're definitely right. It is a learning curve, because I, I would even say, as you're figuring out what kind of self-care works for you, then you also realize what other areas of your life kind of need more TLC, if you will. Because I think about just being a young professional, there there are aspects of self-care that I need to be doing with my work life. I mean, and it's not just, you know, leaving work at work. It's also finding time to network and try to build my brand and build my caseload and things like that. Like those are, that's, that's, that's self-care for the profession. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, so for me, my, my own self-care list, which I wasn't able to find a copy of it. Like I wanted to, to kind of post a picture about it. So I'm just kind of going off memory. But for me, my self-care usually involves, um, me pampering myself in some way, which is usually hair done, nail done, everything, bitch, I'm a hair check, nail done, everything. I think. Um, <laughs> so for me, that would be usually it's like painting my nails, but now um, I've gotten more into <laughs> this is bad, but I will schedule. Actually, no, it's not bad because I'm taking care of myself, but I will literally schedule like put it on my planner, put it in my calendar that I'm going to have a wash day, which for those of you who are not familiar with that, that I have natural hair, so it can be a process sometimes because I also don't like to put heat, so wash day plus drying it can take a whole day. Um, But I found it to be very therapeutic to take that time and not be distracted and not have to rush out and do something else. Wash day under stress is mm, not fun. When you got plans at seven and your hair's still not dry at six, Mm -hmm. mm, that's stressful. Yep. So, and then I like to do something that's kind of reflective or meditative. So I will try to find ways to be more mindful about my day. I might try to write in my journal. Mindful about your day, like how? So, um, one thing that I really like to do when I wake up in the morning, especially if I'm having like a slow morning, is get up and make tea. Mm-hmm. And I'm very particular about my tea, which oh, you guys will, <laughs> will learn as well. Um, but I have a, an electric tea kettle um, because I live downstairs, so I can't have a, I don't have a like uh, stove or anything. So I have an electric tea kettle. And then I have loose leaf tea, and then I have a little teapot with a diffuser, 
in it and I will take my time in literally each action. So I'm very focused on boiling the water, putting the tea into the um, teapot, when the water is done boiling, pouring it in. Now I really want some tea. my honey. Actually. Wow. <laughs> and then, you see? Tea is great. Yes. Obviously, all hot drinks are great, but you know. Yes. And then I'll take my tea, and then sometimes I will go sit, like, by my window, look out, and, well, now the weather isn't as great. Um, it, we're getting more winter. It's been raining all day. <laughs> Nonstop, but it hasn't even been like thunderstorming or anything like the fun rain. No, it's like the sprinkly things that's like. Anyway, yeah. I'm particular yeah. about my weather. I see that. Um, I will also listen to music. I found that certain songs will kind of make me either feel nostalgic or calmer. Um, and if I'm feeling a little bit down, it can be it can boost my mood as well. And then. For the times that I do, uh, <laughs> the times that I am active, I will go take a walk, um, do yoga, which Kenny can tell you all about, which I'm sure she will in a little bit. Um, and then <laughs> uh, she just she just gave a thumbs up, which people can't see that, but yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. So those are some of the things that I do for self care, which I'm gonna put. I'm gonna post that on the Rachel Does Therapy Instagram um, for you guys to check out and kind of come up with ways or your own self-care routine as well. But I'm a big advocate for it because I think it helps us, um, you know, take time to slow down and make sure we're taking care of ourselves, checking in with ourselves, and then that way we can continue being there for the people in our lives and other people in general. Um, Kenny, do you have any, like, go-to self-care routines that you do uh yeah I've got a few so um I'm a super religious person and so my first form of self-care is journaling which is also my form of prayer my to my go-to form of prayer um usually is just to journal and like take some time and slow down and whatnot but um yeah and then um if I have a little bit of time just kind of like depending on what my schedule is for that day or whatever I like to throw in a little at-home yoga practice um my freshman year roommate got me into it and it's just like I'm a very everything I do is fast like I talk fast I read fast I'm just fast her hands are moving fast too it just it happens and so just what I like about yoga is like it forces me to slow down and just really think about what I'm doing and just be more present and in the moment, which is, like, it's great, because I always, don't always do that, so that's nice, um, and then just sometimes, you know, throwing on some music, and just dancing in my room, and, or in the kitchen, and getting caught sometimes, but it'd be like that, you know, it's fine, it's fine, just, as long as, you know, you're doing something to take care of your mental, physical, and emotional health. Exactly. And then there are times where I am, when I am feeling, like, super active, I'll go to the gym. Every now and then, you might catch me running. I try not to, because, like... You run? Every now and then. It's very rare wow. that I do, but my roommate has caught me running down the street once, like... Were you trying to catch the tape bus? No! I don't run for these buses, that's wild. <laughs> no. Never run for those buses, because they will leave you, and now you're embarrassed. But no, just, like, running for, you know, some exercise, whatnot, you know. You know, something else that's really important to practicing self-care, 
which obviously because I'm a, I'm a therapist, I have to bring this up is going to therapy, right. which, you know, can be a really big part of taking care of your mental Therapy's health. Therapy's not just for crazy people. It's not. <laughs> you want to trademark that? I mean, you know, TM. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so the thing that I've noticed the most, though, when talking about therapy is, you know, while, while we're joking, a lot of people do tend to think that therapy is for when you have a very serious problem or you are a quote-unquote crazy person, but it's but it's not just for the very extreme. I mean, I feel like a lot of times I get clients who, not to diminish, you know, what they're going through, but I feel like more often than not, I'm getting people who are going through life transitions that kind of just throw them off and they need someone to help them, kind of help guide them and figure out, you know, how can I get back on track? Or how can I get back to where I was before that I was really enjoying? So that being said, I think that it's really beneficial to go to therapy if you think that you need a little extra support. I know I, for one, have had times where I needed that extra support. And it's not to say that the people in your lives aren't, you know, well-equipped to help you, but there are some circumstances that you're going to get a more helpful answer, like, from a therapist versus a friend just because a friend or a relative is going to give you advice and, you know, not really follow up with you to see if you took that advice and they're going to be really upset if you don't take their advice whereas also as well though sometimes you just need that neutral third party perspective on what's going on in your life because you know sometimes you your friends mean well but sometimes they don't always give you the best advice or Mm -hmm. they see things kind of they you're through rose-colored lenses i guess Mm -hmm. for lack of better term Whereas, like, you know, someone you don't really know, not to say, you know, you shouldn't get to know your therapist, because, like, that's important, but, like, you know, just a neutral third party in whatever it is in your life, someone from the outside looking in, it's always nice to get that perspective. hmm Yeah. So, there are a million and one ways to go about finding a therapist, but not everyone knows how to do that. For me, my go-to, which this is a plug, it's not sponsored, but it's a plug, Uh, is Psychology Today. And what I really like about Psychology Today is the fact that you can search by zip code and you can also search by the name of the therapist. So if you've heard about a therapist and you want to look them up, see their profile, um, see, you know, what their philosophy is, who who they see, where they're located, you can find out all that information on psychology today and then the really helpful part which is probably my favorite about using it is you can actually customize your search so you can customize it to be based off of what insurance you have um, whether you want a male or female therapist what what issues that you're looking for Um, if you're looking for a therapist who speaks a certain language you can narrow your search that way Um, I've found that that's made it really easy to find therapists not only for myself, but for clients as well. And then, of course, you know, I'm on there too. Shameless plug. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, you know. Uh, But it's totally free to use. um, And you can access it on your phone or 
on a laptop or a computer. Um, another helpful resource that, uh, well, well, it goes more towards you, Kenny, because I feel like I feel like because I'm in my profession, this was stressed more to me, but I don't think everyone knows this, is you can actually go to free counseling on your campus. Yeah, actually, for all the UGA students out there, go dogs. Um, so the CAPS office at the McFall Center actually have a lot of um, people you can talk to. You can, I can't remember exactly how you get to their website, but if you just Google CAPS UGA, it should bring you to their website. It should be one of the first ones to come up. Mm-hmm. And they, you can make appointments and like stuff like that with them. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, I mean, I personally haven't used them, but I've gone to some of their events and all the people that I've interacted with through the CAPS office has been A1 people, so. Okay, yeah. Um, and I think it's also helpful to know that when I say free, I mean free as in it's usually included in your tuition. Um, so you don't want to be leaving money on the table since you're probably already getting charged a lot for tuition. So Snatch that money right back up. <laughs> so definitely try to take advantage of it. Um, and also keep in mind that sometimes because it, it is included in your tuition, you may be limited on how many sessions you can have per semester. So that's definitely something to find out, especially if you feel like you might need more than what they're giving um, but usually they're pretty flexible and will work with you so that's that's another way to find therapists and the other way to find therapists in your community is going on to United Way now they've revamped their website um, in the in the past year I would say and they're national, but for Atlanta, if you go to unitedwayatlanta.org and click on the need help, and then it'll take you to the 211 database, you can actually search for you, for a counselor. It, it comes up as one of the categories, and then I believe you put in your zip code or your city and state. And then you can also look at other resources that are in at, in, in your area as well, from housing to free vision and dental screenings and things like that. So I found that being that really helpful because you can find low to no cost therapists, um, things that you would never have thought that you could qualify for. So that's really helpful. And that website again is unitedwayatlanta.org um, and you'll look for the 211 database. Kenny, do you have any resources that you would recommend as well? Yeah, so last semester um, I was taking a class for my minor and we, well, part of our class, because it was a service learning class, we had to volunteer um, on this website called iPrevail. It's iPrevail.org, I believe. And um, it's not exactly therapy, and it's not exactly a crisis hotline either. It's kind of in the middle, and it's just, if you're going through someone something and you just need someone to talk to, they have counselors that can just chat with you online, and you can just tell them what you're going through, and they can help you out, listen to you give you some advice and like things like that so it's a really nice um just in the moment kind of thing yeah yeah awesome yeah I definitely think it can be helpful for people because I I think another big struggle of finding a therapist is finding one that you can physically go to so being able to just you know talk to them online um or even therapists who do online counseling 
it can be helpful as well it's more accessible for everyone yeah and i feel like just like being online like it's easier to talk to people online which may or may not be just safety you know says something about our society but um yeah it's just easier to like open up and talk to people online because you're kind of hiding behind the screen a little bit so it feels a little less like you're vulnerable but you're still vulnerable yeah yeah okay so thank you guys for tuning in to our inaugural episode um (laughs) you made it to the end Um, But before we sign off, I just want to recap everything that we've talked about today. So again, self-care is important. Um, It's not just watching Netflix or downing a whole bottle of your alcohol of choice. Mm. Or, you know, non-alcoholic if you're not, you know, 21 or you don't drink and you just want to drink a gallon of apple juice. I mean, that's not healthy either. Um, Um... There are a million and one ways to practice healthy self-care habits, but obviously we didn't cover all of them. Four more episodes to share with you, but for this episode, um, we'll be posting some of what we talked about in the episode notes as well as on the Instagram, Um, and then just making sure that you take the time to take care of yourself, whether it's seeking out a therapist or you know, reaching out to someone online, reaching out to family or friends. Um, You don't have to go through whatever life throws at you alone. We're all human. We all experience, or as Kenny mentioned earlier, we all kind of have a stake in the struggle bus company. Girl. (laughs) So. Some more than others, I'm just saying. (laughs) So don't, don't be afraid to reach out because more often than not, you'll be glad that you did and usually that person that you've reached out to will be glad as well. Well, that's our show. Um, Kenny, it was a pleasure having you on here. I'm sure that you will be back for some later episodes Probably, too. probably acting a fool. I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, I'm not. It's just who I am. We're going to roll with it. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's our show. Um, until then, be kind and be well. Bye. Let's keep the conversation going. Connect with me at Rachel Does Therapy on Instagram and Facebook. You can also email me at racheldoestherapy at gmail.com. You can listen to new episodes of the Rachel Does Therapy podcast on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.